Next time you speak up on me, you should do some fact checking. Next time you speak up on me, you should do some soul searching. Next time you speak up on me, I hope you in a better situation than you in now. Where the guys you actually think you're contributing to winning. Because it ain't happening right now, champ. Ah, you're not a champ. You're a clown. I failed to attempt some gunshots. Oh no! I, yeah. like I, I can't hear my earphones, but you know, I felt like I was in Resident Evil too. Like terrible. <laughs> anyway, dog, this is episode thirteen of the Most Known Unknown podcast. I am your host, Kurt Will, and I have my nigga Aunt P. What up, and I got Asia in the motherfucking house. Hey. We're recording late. <laughs> yeah, niggas tardy for the party in this bitch. Tardy for the fucking party. Man, I gotta, I gotta handle business. Man, no, this all good though, man. Glad everybody could be here, man. How, how y'all week been though? Long as fuck. Did a three-hour podcast on Friday. Oh, God damn, nigga. <sighs> man. Did you yeah. fall asleep? Nigga, I was fighting for my goddamn life. Nigga, I had to make some hot chocolate to stay up, dog. Like. Man, shout out to uh, Show Your Work Network, um, Nelson, Larry, and AJ, man. But goddamn, nigga, that bitch was long as fuck. But, you know, episode dropped. Episode dropped. It was already be dropped. We don't drop this shit. But other than that, um, yeah, it's been a long week. Man. I'm tired. I'm, I'm fucking tired. Asian came in this bitch looking like 50 Cent circa uh, 2003, nigga, with this <laughs> bulletproof vest on, nigga. It's you all right? Hard. Yeah, you know, I had to go to Eastside, so. Oh, yeah. Well, you wearing the right shit, then. <laughs> you wearing the right shit, man. Shout out to my Eastside niggas, though. Definitely. Man. I had a pretty good week, man. That's good. Yeah. That's good. That's kind of lo- looking forward to going to this trip to France mm-hmm. in the summertime, so I need to get myself together, man. Yeah. All right. Yeah. But anyway, last podcast, man. Mm-hmm. Oh, before oh. we get up, off into that, man. Uh-huh. 
<laughs> I said some disparaging things about the incomparable um, oh, Mariah now, Carey. Now it's the incomparable. I never not said, before we even get off into that, I'm going to, we have actual voice note, which is crazy because <laughs> we are not this week in culture. You Shout out have, to uh, Jay Johnson and Trinidad Ant-Man. You still ain't heard that voice note, voice note yet, did you? No, I have not. Okay, he but we about to play it. I'm not going to say the um the gentleman's name. No, he don't care. Why not? He don't I'm care. Not, I'm, not, I'm not going to say his I name. I like confrontation on this podcast. I bet. <laughs> but I'm not going to say his name. I'll say his name. All right, well, can well, we wait? Yeah, go ahead. Candy yeah. man in this bitch. Uh, I'll say his name. But we're going to get with the voice note because a lot of people were saying a lot of things um, after the last podcast because mm-hmm. they said my comments was kind of flagrant about Mariah Carey and her singing ability. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Mm-hmm. So this uh, gentleman. Oh, yeah. This uh my nigga Bleak, man. Um, I've known Bleak since 2005. Um, and so this is Bleak from Memphis. Yeah, this is Bleak, yeah, from, yeah, Memphis, yeah. This, this, yeah, this is Bleak from Memphis. Um, yeah, he wasn't feeling that shit, bro. He was not Clearly. feeling that shit. So, so let's hear <laughs> the voice note. Hey, bro, like we, we ain't got no time for niggas dissing black women and Women History Month, bro. We, we not doing that. Second of all, MT is a legend. By the time the Emancipation to Meet Me dropped, by the time that shit hit the streets back in 2005, 2006, she had lived a long, long life and career, man. Like, we can't do that if y'all don't want to admit that that last Whitney album was trash as fuck, right? Y'all don't want to talk about Whitney, but you feel comfortable talking about uh, Mimi. I don't like that. We got we to chill. We can't do that. We can't do that. She made Dream Lover, my nigga. You uncultured. It's okay. Because the beautiful thing about you being uncultured, and I'm going to ask you to continue this. The beautiful thing about you being uncultured is that you can learn, bro. Do better. Be better, bro. Wake up every day and just... Damn. He said some other shit, too, though. Damn. Damn. I was ready to have your back curved, but that nigga right. (laughs) That nigga right. All right, so... Uh, let me preference my comments. I was comments. ready to go to war. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Let me preference my comments, you know. Before I get off into my, I don't really feel like it's a rant, but um, first of all, I appreciate everybody who listened to the podcast. Um, me and Asia, we love the fact that y'all tune in weekly to listen to us and our crazy-ass shenanigans and crazy outtakes. Well, uh, I'm going to say outtakes, but... Just our hot takes, I should say. Um, so I appreciate all the comments, whether they positive, negative. As long as y'all are listening, man, I appreciate that shit. Right. So with that being said, now I remember last podcast I did say that she is a goat. Mariah Carey is without a doubt a goat. A uh, monumental. Uh, 19 number one singles. I also said that as well. Outside of her and the Beatles, shit, maybe Drake or whatever, back in 1998, Mariah Carey fucking dropped an album of just number ones. That's a, a huge flex. But again, music is subjective. So um, the same reason why we have these lists and all these, you know, bullshit as lists we've been talking about for the past 100 episodes. But music is subjective. People see and they hear music differently. And me personally, I just feel like 
Mariah Carey isn't the best singer I've heard. She's dope. I didn't say she wasn't a legend. I didn't say she wasn't a goat. But me personally, I don't feel I don't put her up there. She's not personally on my my list. She ain't in my top five. Mm-hmm. But that's not to take anything away from her. You know, I grew up on Mariah Carey. I was like five years old when Mariah Carey first fucking dropped. I remember vividly my mom. We was riding, listening to 92.3, and Vision of Love being played on the radio all the time. Then her debut album dropped June 12th, 1990. Um, sold lots of records. Mariah Carey been dropping albums in the 90s like, ho, she was dropping an album damn near every fucking year. So I'm well-versed in Mariah Carey. I just feel like a lot of people get caught up in the the fact that she can sing these high notes. And I think they get all wrapped up in that. Yeah, it's a flex. Hell, she's even in the Guinness Book of World Records for having this high octave and all of that stuff. That is great. But I still don't think that she's a better singer than Whitney Houston, personally. And you also said, his name? uh, Bleak. Bleak. Mm -hmm. You know, you also said that Whitney Houston's last album was trash. You just told me not to talk about, talk bad about Mariah Carey and respect because it's women's, it was Women's History Month. But you said crazy things about Whitney Houston. And I was like, well. You okay. just said that album, album was trash. trash. Well, the album was trash, but it's still putting her he down because he said the album was she trash. She was a terrible vocalist. Well, I don't think, like, a lot. Where was these niggas at in 2001 when Mariah Carey? fell off a cliff when she dropped glitter i don't see nobody talking about hey, that, that when was, she that, dro- was, that was great cinema by I the think way we she all dropped kind of just acknowledged that that was after was. in 1999 after the rain um rainbow album when she had the song heartbreaker with you know hove in there mm-hmm. uh she kind of fell off the map she kind of went down and like not to put all her business out there but we talking about whitney and you know her addiction of crack and all of that stuff she went through her little dark phase and she dropped glitter which was panned by critics and was a commercial failure and i guess the you know the movie didn't do well it was uh you know semi-autobiographical um film and yeah she didn't really get back on her feet then she came out with charm bracelet that fucking flopped and then she came out with emancipation of mimi so clearly that was a creative problem. That wasn't, you know, she met a Bobby Brown and destroyed her life situation. It was more so she had to redeem herself and she needed to work with She was going through people. shit. She had her uh, situation with her right, failed her, her marriage her with Tommy Mottola, yeah. uh, who was also her record exec. Um, they actually started dating um, during the beginning of her debut, the making of her debut album. And that was a volatile relationship. So, yes, we all go through dark things. We talk about mental health all the time. So it was not to really talk about, you know, you know, her pitfalls and stuff. But a lot of people always like to bring up the emancipation of Mimi. But not too many niggas can tell me what the fuck her follow-up album was after emancipation of Mimi. He can tell you that. I know it. Yeah, it's MC that. equals MC square. Oh, I know that. Yeah. But niggas wasn't checking for that shit after Emancipation of Mimi. And he also said that Mariah Carey, he was like, you have to blame Jermaine Dupree for the way them vocals were sounding on 
the Emancipation of Mimi. But actually, I think if it wasn't for fucking Jermaine Dupri giving her that stimulus package that he gave fucking Usher riding high off of, he just coming off, Jermaine Dupri just coming off of one of the greatest R&B albums of all time with Usher's Confessions, he laced Mariah Carey. I don't know where Mariah Carey career, granted, she was already a legend by the time she was 30 and solidified, but without Jermaine Dupri, I don't think we would even be talking about the emancipation of Mimi. So with that being said, also, he also said I was not cultured. Okay, for one, my nigga, <laughs> I'm from Detroit, Michigan, home of the fucking greatest record label of all time, that's Motown, that birthed the best singers of all time from the Jackson 5 to fucking the Supremes, the Temptations, Marvin Gaye, Stevie Wonder, the fucking list goes on. Nigga, we are the fucking culture. Detroit affects anything when it comes to not just the auto industry, but fashion and damn sure music. And you're from Memphis, so Memphis, they, they get down um, musically. Just like Philadelphia with the whole Philadelphia sound with Gamble and Huff when they came out, when um, Motown kind of was on like on a uh, little downside. But ain't nobody fucking with Detroit when it comes to this culture shit and this music shit. So, and I have a vast fucking history or knowledge when it comes to music. I listen to everything from Jay-Z to Prince, Stevie Wonder, Guns N' Roses, Queen, Frank Sinatra, the Bee Gees, fucking Barbara Streisand, George Michael, Johnny Cash, Rolling Stones. I listen to every fucking thing. I just don't just be boxed into R&B and rap all the time. I get down. I get busy when it comes to this music shit. I'm literally a fucking music encyclopedia. Outside, this nigga just sitting to the left of me and my nigga Randy who lived down in Atlanta and even Jay Johnson, and even my nigga Motizi. Can't really too many niggas fuck with me when it comes to this music shit. I do this shit when it comes to fucking music. I know a lot of shit about music. This is a fucking music podcast. Yeah, we talk about the culture, but the majority of our topics kind of center around music. So when it comes to music, I get busy when it comes to this shit. Hey, Kurt, I hate, I hate that I gotta play this. I'm not done. So you say that shit. I'm not fucking done. Okay, I got you. Go ahead. Handle your business. So, also, like, I love Mariah Carey. I wasn't trying to shit on her personally, but like I said, music is subjective. I still think if you want to see a master class in fucking singing, look no further than 1983, the Merv Griffin show, when a young Whitney Houston got on there and sung her edition of Home. Killed that shit. It's on YouTube, boys and girls, so go check that shit out. But that is a master class in fucking singing. But when it comes to this shit and it comes to music, I have some shit I want to ask you. Have you ever sat directly across from Big Sean in his grandmother's living room watching him pick beats off of a beat CD for his first album, Finally Famous? Well, the first mixtape, Finally Famous. I've actually had conversations with niggas who actually knew the Notorious B.I.G., I had conversations with fucking Charlie Baltimore sharing stories about the Notorious B.I.G. Personal shit a lot of niggas don't even fucking know. Talking about how she felt being in this fucking love triangle or whatever she had going on with Biggie, Kim, and fucking Faith Evans. Talking about her disappointment when she felt like 
she'll never get a chance to see what it was going to be like with a commission album with her, Hove, and Biggie. Or how she felt with being in the car crash that almost shattered Biggie's leg and he had to walk around with a cane for the last few months of his life. Or how she felt when she felt like her career was about to fucking be over because she saw that everything that she built with Murder, Inc., with Ja, Irv, and Ashanti was about to crumble because this one nigga from Southside Jamaica, Queens, was about to come and kill every fucking thing. We all know who that person is. So, or being the first nigga to give Cash Dial her first ever cover story that did 10,000 views in one fucking week. Or have you ever had a fucking multi-platinum uh, multi producer, uh, Mr. New Jack Swing himself, Teddy Riley, DM you and give him his personal contact information, trying to um, collaborate on possibly doing a fucking memoir. I do this shit, man. I've been doing this shit for a long fucking time. I literally had Icewear Vezo fucking pissed off of me because I wouldn't review none of his fucking albums. Like, I get down when it comes to this music shit. Ain't nobody fucking seeing me when it comes to fucking music. None of y'all niggas can out-debate me and shit when it fucking come to music. I do this shit, nigga. But I appreciate it. I appreciate it that you, you listening. And I normally don't even fucking respond to shit like this. But I had to get my shit off. Because I don't really talk about my accomplishments on here because I'm not really a nigga that posts too much. Jason tell you all the fucking time. He'd be like, nigga, I be feeling like your uh, page is a fucking spam page and shit. Nigga, if I didn't know you personally, I wouldn't even follow you. But I get down, nigga, when it comes to this shit. But I appreciate you listening to the podcast. And I know you listening to this shit. And I respect whatever. Hey, if you ever want to come and debate me on shit, you're going to get killed. But if you want to ever come and debate me on this shit, you can, and that's fine. But keep on listening. I appreciate it. That's all I really got to say, man. Yeah, so. Bleak, yeah, Bleak, you struck a nerve, dog. <laughs> you definitely struck a nerve. <laughs> what the fuck? That nigga just really went off on a fucking rant about this shit. I, nigga, I forgot what the fuck we was talking about, yeah. to be honest with you. Oh, man. All right, well. <laughs> I feel man, you. I feel you, dog. I, I feel you, man. You know? That, that, that nigga struck a nerve with you, dog. Ooh, me. Uh, oh man! But no, it's all love though, man, and like it's all respect. You know, it's not to be like on no disrespectful shit. Because, like, like I said, I appreciate him even checking out the podcast and listening. I appreciate everybody. He's been listening, listening since all bullshit considered. You know, um, so you, so nigga, you know better, dog. You already know I get down when it comes to this music shit. Oh man! Okay, but okay, it's all good, man. Okay. You know what? All right, man. I'm gonna just say this much, Kirk. Uh, I hope you know what you're walking into right now. No, mm -hmm. nigga, I hope you know what you walking into, nigga. Oh like, I do this shit when it comes to music. Like, I don't pop off a lot of shit. I'm actually the most quiet nigga on the fucking podcast. Look, bro, you think I'm bad? Bleak is like 10 times worse than me. That's great. And I'm, and I'm trying to tell you, nigga, I'm with the smoke. Listen, he's reformed and he's still worse than me. Look, nigga. Bleak, <coughs> thanks for listening to the pod, bro. I appreciate you. I know you're probably going to respond to this, and that's cool. But I just wanted to let you know that I get busy, and I know this music shit from front to back. So that's it.
All right, then I was gonna play the wrap it up, B. I was gonna play that shit, but no, nah, I ain't gonna be like that. You had to get your shit off. So, because I don't normally get my yeah, shit you off. Don't, you don't. I be on some quiet shit. You don't. So it's but, all good. You but, know, um, it's get, all good. Let's get into these topics, man. Uh, Chris Rock stand up. Man, so has anybody watched Chris Rock's um, Netflix special, which was the first ever live Netflix special that they did? Anybody um, check it out? I liked it. Yeah. I liked it too, actually. Mm. I'm actually a Chris Rock fan anyway. And I know a lot of niggas was dragging him and shit. Like, oh, he waited a whole fucking year. That's some bitch shit. You know, he should have been came away. He ain't had his smoke when the shit fucking happened. I don't know why niggas get to decide when people should respond I don't, to things. I, that I don't, I don't care when he responded. I'm like, I don't care when exactly he wanted to respond, all that shit. I think my thing was with that shit, he came off sounding soft as shit. And he actually, at the end, when he said the shit at the end, like what his mama told him to do. I didn't like, I didn't, I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't like, like that. I, I didn't like that shit. Because I he felt like, like he had better, you know, drop the mic moments, you know, the. I thought that shit was dope. Nah, I ain't like that shit, man. I but I'm, I'm going to play some of the shit Go ahead. that he had on there, so. Was f***ing her son's friend, Okay. Would not talk about this, shit. but for some reason these put that shit on the internet. I got into an entanglement with August. That's what I said. An entanglement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. A relationship. Yes, it was a relationship. Absolutely. She hurt him way more than he hurt me. Okay. And who's he hit? Me. Man, so how y'all feel about the jokes though? A lot of people say he took it too far, calling Jada Pinkett a bitch. I mean, ain't no, ain't no taking it too far. Like, man, I'm gonna be was, honest with you. There was no taking it too far on that shit. Man, look, I just, I just think like, like he chose everybody. I know he was joking. It was, it was comedy special and all the other shit, man. He like everybody else said it's about her, but he chose to hit me. It was like you know, he just made it seem like I was. You picked on the weakest person that you can pick on because you wouldn't do that shit to anybody else. Yeah, and a lot of people say he also contradicted himself because his whole thing was like. I'm not trying to play the victim, but it kind of came off like that's exactly what he was doing. Mm -hmm. But I like um, Chris Rock stand up. I know a lot of people be like, oh, I ain't never found Chris Rock funny. I did. I, I've, I've always been a big fan of uh, Chris Rock. Movies, not so much outside of uh, I Think I Love My Wife. And shit, probably I Think I Love My Wife shit. I don't really know. Um Ain't, oh, what was that? What he did? The movie with Bernie Mac. He did Head of State, and um. I mean, he was in CB4, and he was in uh, New Jack City. So you got to. Well, in New Jack City, but yeah. yeah, that wasn't one of his movies. I mean, he was C in the movie. CB4 is one of his movies. With CB4, I'm talking about oh, yeah. New Jack City, though. Oh yeah, but no, yeah, CB4. I just mentioned CB4. Oh yeah, oh yeah, CB4. yeah, for sure. That's a classic. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I'm black, y'all. I'm black, y'all. I'm blackity black. Yeah, that was the mm -hmm. shit, man. But no, I'm glad he addressed it. Um, we weren't doing, we weren't. Doing podcasts during the time, uh, as we speak right now, the Oscars are currently on right now, and Jimmy Kimmel is getting dragged through the mud for his weak ass monologue. But I feel like it needed to be addressed. Um, I didn't like what Will did. I thought that was some whole ass shit. Because originally, when he came up there, and we know they history go all the way back to, you know, Jada Pinkett wanting him to boycott the Oscars because this yeah. nigga didn't get nominated for concussion or whatever. But this nigga ain't about to skip out on his bag because you feel away because he wasn't nominated and shit. So uh, so he said to uh, 
a, a G.I. Jane joke, which initially Will laughed at. And I guess when he looked over at Jada and saw that Jada wasn't mad, nigga came up there and... Hey, the funniest part about that shit, though, when he walked up, he started walking up, you hear uh, Chris Rock, whoa! <laughs> like, yeah, because he said he was like, he, he said he called, he was like, come King Richard or some shit, <laughs> he said. Now, when I, I remember seeing that shit in real time, and I was just like, God damn, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought it was fake at first. I, mean, I thought it was staged, too. A lot of fake. people, mm-hmm. but I can tell when, because they were trying to edit out the part when he said, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth, but I can tell everybody else's reaction. What's the old girl, the uh, actress? That girl? Yeah. Uh, Lupita. Lupita. Yeah, well, I could see the reaction on her face. I'm like, oh, no, this shit maybe has some validity to it. So, yeah. I felt like what he did was some bullshit because you not only tainted, like, granted, like, Will Smith and Chris Rock, they're both legendary, but you tainted your fucking legacy, bro. You've been chasing an Oscar since Ali, and then you finally get a fucking Oscar, and the night is ruined, and it wasn't just your legacy. We also talking about Venus and Serena, who was also in the crowd, and they were trying to celebrate their father, which was the movie was about, and you fucking fucked up everybody's fucking night you know what i'm gonna give i'm gonna give will chris i'm gonna give will smith i said will chris i'm gonna give uh <laughs> that might be the name that's the title I'm gonna, give, uh, I'm gonna give will smith grace for this because at the end of the day like you know your wife did that's your wife at the end of the day like you don't know how you would react to some shit like that yeah but are you going on stage in front of a whole and i know everybody to be, was to like, be honest with you i don't know I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what I'll be in that situation. Now, if you wanted to whoop Chris Rock's ass backstage, that's cool off camera. I mean, it probably would still get posted. But you know what? But, but it was like a lot of energy in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like it was just a heat of the moment. Like you don't know. Like you really don't know. So you know what I'm saying? Like he probably just looked at that shit. Like nigga, my wife got disrespectful. So fuck this shit. So he got up and just did what he had to do. But then the backlash after the shit. Fucking Jada threw this nigga Will up under the fucking um, rug after that shit. Basically said, well, shit, I asked that nigga to go up there and do that. She did that shit on his own. I mean, yeah, but we know what type of person Jada Pinkett Smith is. Yeah, like, nobody, like, for so long, and, like, it's been rumored that him and Jada are, like, swingers, and they be fucking around and all of that shit. Even if Will out here fucking other women and shit, that's his business, but he seemed to know how to keep that shit private and to himself. Meanwhile, I feel like Jada feels in her head like this nigga is always viewed as this media darling while I'm always getting looked at as this fucking homewrecker and shit. So she tries to try to tear him down every chance she fucking get on that red table talk. Nobody asks to know how unsatisfied you are in the bedroom with Will Smith. Who gives a fuck? Like nobody cares about that shit. That was information we didn't even fucking need to know. And that's why I'm talking about with Chris Rock. Like, nobody gives a fuck about this shit. Man, nigga, what you got? You playing some porn or some shit? No, sorry. Oh. But, like, <laughs> nobody gives a fuck about that shit. And I'm the, then you got a nerd to be talking about, you still talking about Tupac. You know, and then, you know, you got Willow talking about Tupac, can you please come back to make my mom happy and shit? I actually bought Will Smith's memoir, and he talk about that shit, about how he always has to live in the shadow of a fucking dead fucking rapper. That he's never going to live up to Tupac because the way his wife views this man and shit like that. Shit is crazy, man. Will, you should have been left her ass, man, a long time ago. But that's, that's my personal opinion. I ain't got nothing else to say about that. But I would like a woman's perspective on this, so Asia, you can... On which part? The slap or? Just the whole thing of how you feel about the whole situation. Um, 
It definitely was handled in poor taste, but at the end of the day, the dis if he felt like you just disrespected my wife my wife and I had to address it. The disrespect was done live and on TV in front of millions of people. So why not smack you on live TV in front of millions of people? So I see his point of view and where he's coming from and of course mm-hmm. it was in the moment. But I think it's not because I know marriage very well. Um you cannot judge how other people choose to have a relationship or how they or what construct of marriage they choose. Not every marriage is the same. Not everybody's idealisms of marriage is the same. If what they're doing works for them and they are happy, then let that shit fly. It's for them. However, the problem is is when you involve other people and it affects their lives, that's where you need to kind of confine your marriage to just you and your husband. But I mean, they do what they do and they're happy. So well, Will's not happy. Well, I <sighs> that don't look like a man that was fucking happy. I, I think know. I think Will miserable as fuck. Actually, I don't know why. But it's you're hard right to say he could be miserable, but it may not be within his marriage. Your singular happiness is not the same as the happiness that you have within your marriage. Because if you're not happy by yourself in life, then you're not gonna have happiness in your marriage. Also, well, yeah, and you can. Because you're the only one that's been married on this pod. So I know you can, you know, have an opinion about that and stuff. I don't know what it feels like to be married, Mm -hmm. you know. But it just, I don't know, it's just a real unfortunate situation. And then the Oscars talking about they announced like a month ago that they got a crisis team and all of that. Dog, ain't nobody coming back on that stage to smack no fucking body, (laughs) dog. Y'all are on, what is this, Oscar 95? Like, this is like the 95th edition. I'm sure they just don't want it to become a thing. Like, like, they nigga, y'all should be ex- oh, happy that a nigga coming up there because nobody nobody checking yeah, for that shit. They weren't. They weren't. We still and y'all aren't. fucking shitted on Angela Bassett and gave that shit to Jamie Lee Curtis, man, for this movie that nobody fucking knows. Now, y'all do this shit every Someone, every fucking somebody year. Somebody on Twitter said you should have finished the job, and they tagged Michael Myers to it. <laughs> yeah, that man. was fucking I hilarious. Like that. that was fucking I hilarious. Like that. But yeah, man, I don't know. Um. I like the stand up. Was it like Chris Rock's best stand up? No, but you know it's crazy who had a better stand up who released around that same time. Talking about Marlon. Yeah, this shit was like this shit was. And Marlon was shitting on Chris Rock. Man, that whole yeah, that shit was crazy. Yeah, that was, that was a good one though. If I recommend that shit to anybody, go ahead and watch that shit. And I'm not even a big fan of Marlon Wayans, but that was a good one. That I'm not a, out of his stand up, but um, yeah, in movies, hell yeah, and the Wayans brothers is fucking classic. Yeah, that was a good so. one. So I recommend that shit to anybody. Go watch that shit though. But yeah, um, I mean, it is what it is, dog. Like Chris Rock got off what he had to say, as he should. You know what I'm saying? He sat on that shit for a year, and he made money off of it. Nigga, if I get slapped, if I get slapped on national TV and all the other shit, ate that slap, I'm gonna go ahead and make money off of that shit. So give me right. a Netflix special, a live Netflix special. I'll make money off of that shit. So no, I give I give and say whatever the fuck you want. Say what the say. fuck you want to say. But how you think going forward, like, will they recover from this shit? Yeah, granted, they're gonna make some money for sure. I think he drew his line in the sand when he said what he said at the end. Mm-hmm. Like basically, like, it don't matter to him. Mm-hmm. He, he felt how he felt. He called Jada two, three, four, five bitches. That should let you know that he don't care whether they recover or not. And sometimes it's just like that. Yeah. What does this go for for Will Smith, though? Because Emancipation was a fucking flop. I don't know why he's not retired yet. Retired? What you mean? You don't need to act anymore. Why not? 
Robert De Niro like, and Al Pacino, these niggas. Sit the fuck down. Dog, Will Smith ain't even that old. But look how accomplished he is. Look uh, at how look, many movies he's done. Yeah, look, look at, at niggas, different things like, he's done. Look at he don't need like, to act no more. He's fine. Well, ask Clint Eastwood. Tell Clint Eastwood that. That nigga Clint Eastwood, like. He's still, he's still alive? Yes, he's still alive. Man, Clint that's disrespectful. Eastwood's motherfucking G. Okay. He is. He is. He's a G, but nobody's talking about this nigga should retire. This nigga's still directing and making movies. And it's and still acting. fire, so why not? You know? Not I mean, Will Smith things. coming out with Bad Boys 4. That's about to drop. That's the only thing he can do. I am, so, I am legend too with Michael B. Jordan. And I, uh, yeah, and I am legend with Michael B. Jordan. Michael B. Michael B. Acting. That's happening. Yeah. Now everybody was like, "Well, how the fuck are they gonna come out with uh, I am Legend 2 when his character they use died?" They, they, they use a, they use but they using an alternate scene, ending. alternate ending, and they yeah. gonna base it off of the alternate ending. Oh, that nigga died. The grenade blew up in his hand. That nigga died. But you know, I Am Legend is a remake of a remake of a remake. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Vincent Price, Last Man on Earth. Damn, mm-hmm. my nigga, uh, Charlton Heston mm-hmm. with the Omega Man, and then we had Will Smith with I Am Legend, and now we about to have Michael B. Jordan. Shout out to Michael B. Jordan, though, man, having the number one movie in the country, first time directing with the nastiest mustache in the world. Man, he got some crazy shit going on man, with that man, mustache. That mustache is so yeah, he got it's like it's like white. Um, porn star uh, type mystique with the um, with the mustache, man. Yeah, I think you got a Ron he Jeremy. looking crazy. He got a Ron Jeremy mustache, man. I ain't fucking. Yeah, as I said, that's white porn much, star, very yeah. much so. Ron yeah. Jeremy, man, and um, and shout out to uh, Jonathan Majors also for having back to back number one movies with that trash ass Ant Man. He was the best thing in Ant Man, though. The best thing, mm-hmm. like if you want, if you do go see Ant Man, like. It's, it's worth it just to see his performance as Kang the Conqueror, but other than that, man, I, I didn't really like the movie all that much, but shout out to him for having back-to-back number one movies. He seemed like he about to be that nigga, though. He taking off. He that one. So shout out to two black men that's out here killing shit, man. Right. All right. All right, next topic. What we got? Uh, we want to go into Logic. <sighs> yes. So. God, you about to play this uh, shit. You about to play this shit, too. <laughs> my, nigga, my nigga and. <laughs> You know, he has a lot of shit to say about my nigga Logic. And so Logic did a remake of Ice Cube's Today Was a Good Day, which is a stable in hip hop, one of the greatest songs ever fucking made. And he decided to do a fucking acoustic version of this fucking classic. Just waking up in the morning, gotta thank God. Okay, all right. We you y'all get the gist of that shit, man. All right, Aunt P, man, what you got to say, bro? <laughs> bro, retire again. No, I think retire for like seven months. He bro. needs to retire again, dog. Go go into gaming, go streaming with the last shit you was doing, my nigga. I can't even, I can't even say that to you right now. I can't I can't even say my nigga right now. My white boy, 
But he, he is, is a nigga black. though. He's black. No, 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 fuck, fuck, fuck that. Fuck that. That's his white side coming out right there. Oh that's his white side coming out right there. How fucking dare you do an acoustic version of that shit? You know, you know better than the the blonde haired white bitches that be doing like that did that one <laughs> shit to um love Sosa. Do the acoustic version of that shit. You ain't no better than her. Like, why would you do that? I get, you know, what I'm saying people probably try to hype you up. Like, yeah, you should do this shit, bro. You know, this would be cool. You know, what I'm saying I'll play the guitar. You know, you can sing on that shit. No, O'Shea O'Shea Jackson Jr. said, "Nigga, you fucked up." Yeah, don't be like, mentioning my don't mom's name. Don't be mentioning my mom's name again, dog. Like, come on, bro. Like, that was the worst shit ever. That's worse than his, bro. I don't oh even know God. what's worse. Uh, remember that old video back in the day of those white kids that was doing their version of uh, Watch Me Whip, Watch Me Nay Nay? Oh, that was No, terrible. how about you talking about that? No. No, fuck that. I got one for you worse. And I know he's probably maybe 18 now, but Maddie B raps. Oh, God. Fuck oh, yeah. oh. that little motherfucker right there. Oh, fuck his yeah. hair. No, don't you bob that. No. Stop. Yeah, I got oh, good, baby, baby. Shit. Shit. Oh, my God. And I blame his fucking parents for that shit. His parents exploited the fuck out of him for that. You know what I'm saying? He's probably 18 now, some shit like that. So fuck you two. Um, like, but here's here's the thing though. I fuck with logic though. I, I think logic. I, I, I think logic Why? has a great every goddamn hey, song. You talk about he biracial. So like, I don't give a fuck. Okay, fuck but look. I talk about being a baddie. Fuck her too. I don't listen to her shit either. A lot of these <laughs> niggas say the same shit. Tupac, fucking Hennessy and enemies. All y'all niggas oh, talk about on. the same shit. That's another thing. Shit. Y'all niggas that defend Mariah Carey won't defend fucking Tupac. Shame they, on they y'all. Defend, they defended Tupac too. They defended Tupac too. I, yeah, ain't nobody saying uh, Asia no fucking voice notes. They better the fuck not. <laughs> but um, <laughs> sure, I like sure Logic. I think Logic, his beat selection is fucking up there. He corny. That nigga beat selection is cold. I nigga pick some of the coldest beats, nigga. He corny. Like a lot of people feel like he a swagger jacker, right? He is. They said his first album, uh, Under Pressure, was jacking Good Kid, Mad City. It was. Album was good though, man. That shit was fucking fire, man. I don't have a problem with Logic, man. I listen to Logic um, albums, and he can rap. I don't give a fuck what Joe Budden be saying about the nigga can't rap. He can get busy. He can rap, but I know the whole biracial. I'm black. I'm black. I'm white. I'm white. Shit is kind of crazy, but shit, you know, it happens. I mean, niggas be trying to break down barriers. I mean, he bought him five. He bought him five for doing his remake. Oh, and no, that remake is fucking trash. He as fuck. five no, for that I'm shit, not. Man. I'm not even gonna uh, lie about that. That is a trash ass fucking remake, man. I, I, yeah, I don't even know what made him even want to think about that shit, man. Oh, he catching the backlash for that shit for sure. They probably looking at him like and the band look fucking trash. It's but, acoustic. It's white boys acoustic shit, man. Nobody want. Nobody want to hear that shit, man. I didn't want to hear that shit. What the fuck was y'all expecting? Nappy roots or something? No, I wasn't expecting that. I wasn't expecting that to be remade into acoustic. Logic, actually, I don't want you to remake. Nobody shit. Just stick with your shit. You you dope with doing your shit. No, fuck that. He just need to retire again. He ain't retiring. No, man. he need to go back into video. The games. nigga, and that's another thing. Like we was talking about before, y'all rappers need to just stop announcing retirement. This nigga really went on like his uh what 
Twitch or whatever that shit. Yeah. That live stream cried, thanked his uh, mom, dad, family, friends, and colleagues hey, he man, met look, through the industry if, just look, to retire for hey, seven look, months. If Melly Mel is still rapping, nigga, ain't nobody retiring, oh, dog. I'm just saying. Broken glass <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> shit. He, Whatever, did have, he did have one song. He was rapping his ass off, though. I ain't gonna lie to you. Song Ooh. called Mama. Uh, Melly Mill. He was rapping his ass off on that bitch. Not this Sony nigga. Way. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, hold on. Uh, Asia, you wanted to get into this finesse two times? Yeah, we can talk about it. All right. So, <coughs> finesse two times was on uh, The Breakfast Club. And um, they asked him about what happened with him and Erica Banks. They were in a quick little relationship uh, in the last year, like fall going into winter, and then out of nowhere, they just wasn't together no more. So <clears throat> what he brought up in the clip was that um, his expectation when he gets up in the morning is, you know, his woman needs to get up too. She gets up, she needs to be making breakfast, she needs to be... You know, making sure the house is straight, making sure he's straight. Like, that was his expectation. And then Erica Banks responded. And um, I kind of like how she handled the response. She said that, you know, Vanessa wants a servant. And, like, I hear you. Those are things that you want from a woman, and I respect that that's what you want from a woman. But when you're dating another rapper... And someone that is also, you know, successful and making money. And she says, you know, yeah, I'm in my phone all the time because that's how I make money. And she was just like, my phone is very involved in, you know, her life as far as how she makes money. So, yeah, you're going to be on your phone. That's your livelihood. Mm -hmm. So um, what was interesting to me was the amount of people that agreed with him. I want to know you all's perspective. Like, do y'all think that way? Like, what do you all think about what his viewpoint on how a woman should be when he wakes up? I'm going to tell you like this. Finesse, is a, uh, Finesse was going off the old, like, southern old school nigga mentality. Mm. Because that's what, a, that's what a lot of niggas in the South think like that. They want their wives to be like, you know, I'm going to get up and cook. You know, don't be in the phone and all that shit. But the thing is, we live in a different fucking time right it's now. It's definitely different times. Different shit. time right now. And you dating, live on their fucking phones. And you right? dating someone who, like you said, who makes money off of that. You know what I'm saying? They got to mm-hmm. get up and do that shit. That's like their nine to five. So they got to right. get up there and do that shit. Mm-hmm. I look at it like this, like, nigga, date, if you want someone to be like that, you find someone to be like, you find that person that, you, that, that will do that for you. Mm-hmm. You can't date someone who is a rapper or like entertainer or anything like that because they ain't gonna have time for that shit. You know? So... I, you know what I'm saying? Just find just find a person that fits that narrative for you, you know? Um, and she doesn't fit that narrative for him. So, you know, y'all broke up, cool. You know what I'm saying? That's, it is what it is. You know, and you shouldn't expect that out of someone who is in that lane. You they, They're in the same fucking lane, you know? Mm-hmm. And I get it, you know what I'm saying? You want that time to be spent together and all this other shit, you know, like, hey, you know, let, let's not be on our phones. Let's, let's get on this other shit and everything. Because I, I granted, I think all of us here, when we get up, we look in our phone. The first thing we do, mm-hmm. right? So, yeah, for sure. Yeah. So you know, it's just I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like that's that's his preference, cool. But you know, she didn't fit that preference. They not together no more. It is what it is. But yeah, he just I wouldn't I wouldn't expect that out of someone in the 21st century. To be fucking honest with you, <sighs> nigga, put the porn down. <laughs> Shut up. 
<laughs> I was looking for something, and it's like my Facebook. That never mind. Mm-hmm. I was looking I for know. something I, that was podcast. It was related. a couple things to uh, finesse two times. He was also it was, it was on actually, there. It was, it was actually an interesting interview. Even with the, like, they yeah. asked him about his wrist. You know, they got the bracelets on his wrist. Look like you know mm-hmm. chains. You know, um, handcuffs. Mm-hmm. And he was just talking about just a reminder of you know just being locked up and trying to keep him grounded and and humbled and stuff. So it's a pretty good interview. Yeah. I mean, I Breakfast Club still out here killing shit on the interview tip. Even without Angelili, is <laughs> oh, my nigga Webby man. with a corny uh, ass bitch. Angela, oh. Angela, <laughs> God damn! She is, dude. She is. Jesus Christ. She is. Jesus Christ. But nah, man. It's just it's about finding it's about finding somebody that fits your preference, dog. Like she didn't fit his preference. You know what I'm saying? So he he explained that shit. They not together no more. You know what I'm saying? Like I didn't think he was gonna speak on that shit, but he did, and she had the right to respond back to that shit. So of course, yeah. So I don't fault her for I don't fault her for that. I don't fault him for how he feels and everything. But shit, bro, like you dating the industry chick, nigga. She's not gonna be a part of that shit. Like nigga, she's not about to get up and cook and clean none of that shit right right then and there. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, <laughs> that's not happening, man. That does not happen. You better get you a, uh, get you a regular ass chick, man. You can find out that's, that's in church or some shit. That's in church or some shit, man. Yeah, you can get that, nigga. Yeah, you you're going to get that. You're going to get something like that, man. But you know, if you want, if you want the Instagram chick, with the fat ass, flat stomach, big titties, you know, beautiful. Hey, zero, man. Yeah. Hey, y'all, IG hoes, bro. Oh, here we go. Yo, I got something I gotta say, man. Oh, man here we go. go ahead, I'm bro. tired. Of all y'all bitches posting these fucking voiceovers and shit. You know how I went. What's wrong with the voice? It's stupid. <laughs> Come up with your own fucking original content. I'm tired of y'all fucking going over the dog. Exactly. Yeah, but you get more exposure when you repeating shit that somebody already fucking said. Yes, you literally, if you do that shit, man, then Instagram and Facebook will be like, "Oh, you're on trend," and they increase your invis- your visibility. That shit corny as hell. And I've been and don't get me wrong, hey. I've been seeing a lot of you niggas doing that bullshit too. This one nigga I followed I know personally. Stop doing that shit, man. <laughs> put him out there. Put him out there. Put I'm not gonna put them fucking man name out there. I just want to let you know that I see that nigga doing that corny shit, nigga. You not funny. <laughs> Come up with your own fucking original material, man. Yeah, that voiceover shit. With your own original shit. Corny shit, as fuck, bro. They copy and paste. That's what I'm or... saying. You copy paste niggas. I ain't got time for all of that shit. Shit is corny. It's not funny, nigga. Call a nigga Diggy Simmons because he had that song Copy Paste. They trying <laughs> to copy and paste me. Wow. Stop with these. Man, stop. I'm, on, I'm about to be on some fucking Arsenio Hall. Stop shooting that little shit, nigga. Shit, stop that shit, nigga. But anyway. I'm just mad you sung that shit. I, I didn't expect you to sing that damn song. I forgot song. about that song. Diggy Simmons, yeah. had, he had a run. Ran right into oh, the ground. He did not have a run. Bro. I just said he ran right into the fucking ground, nigga. He did not have a run, dog. He tried to... Uh, that album has uh, some decent songs on there, special yeah, occasion. I'm surprised you listen to that shit because I dare you listen to that shit, boy. Mm. Yeah, man, y'all niggas uncultured. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? That nigga struck a nerve with you, man. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, bro. No, like, shout out to Bleak, though. Like, I'm not, like, upset. I just uh, had to, you know, pop my shit. Anyway, that's all. Uh, Don't cut me off talking about some anyway, nigga. This is your segment, a, a so, moment with miracle. Yeah, so yeah, Asia got her own segment, y'all. It's called Moment with Miracle. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't know 100% what I'm doing with this segment yet. But I do know I want to talk about real life shit. Right. With you all. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I just ask for people to give feedback. Y'all going to give me feedback any fucking way. But, um, <laughs> we, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's always a nigga in the, in the complaint department with something to say. But um, so I did something um, this week or this past week, I should say, um, was I eliminated using my Facebook Messenger and kind of mm-hmm. minimized my uh, using Instagram DMs because I've noticed um, giving people too much access to you is mentally fucking, it's draining. Yeah. And then now the internet makes people so accessible that it creates a sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I messaged you. You didn't message me back. You you read it and you didn't respond. And it's like, because you are, all you have to do is go to a page and you just click. It's, it's just one fucking button and you can say whatever you want to say to anybody. And I don't think that's okay. I don't think it's okay that we can just reach people like that. Like, I just feel like one I don't need to respond to everything. I don't need to see everything. And two, you're a complete stranger to me. What makes you think that you can just start talking to me? Well, I feel like some niggas, niggas are creatures of habit. Mm -hmm. So if it worked for one female, niggas are dumb to think that it will work for all women. So they were like, all right, well, if it worked on her, I can do this. With this one. It's like I the niggas with the unsolicited dick pics that all you be Man, y'all just got to stop showing man, y'all dicks, man. That's I'm so glad that's Stop that's showing me. y'all dicks, man. I'm so happy that stopped. That stopped for me a long time ago. But. That's crazy because I ain't. Man, go ahead, man. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it's crazy because there don't be bitches in my DM sending no titties and pussy. No, man, no, 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 no. Let me, let me, ta- let me, ta- let me, let me tell you, let me tell you about the bullshit I have to deal with. It's a nigga I used to be cool with. He ain't seen you no dick pics. No, he ain't seen me that shit, but I used to get my female friends would hit me up like, you know such and such. He sent this. Oh. He sent this shit to me. Yeah, yeah man. I used to get that shit all the time. I had to, I had, I had to check that nigga. Like, bro, what the fuck is you doing? Man, they don't care, man. You know they, they gonna tip something or not? I'm like, bro, that shit ain't cool, dog. Yeah, that's wild. Like you, like nigga, like nigga, you come off the fucking creep, and you probably a fucking rapist. <laughs> that nigga hated that shit, man. He wanted to fight me. I'm like, nigga, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, that shit is creepy. Mm. That's creepy as hell. But doing not even shit. so much like just trying to to talk to a woman, not even just getting her phone number or some shit like that. It's just that, that it, it just, it's too much. Yeah. They it's expect you much. to respond right then and there. Yeah. You could be fucking sleep or something. You could be busy and as hell. It's just like, it wasn't like that back in the day. Like, Mm-mm. you know, people have to actually work to talk to you. And then it's just like, now when you stop talking to people, look, they can keep messaging you. Look, when you, before you well, leave, I got a book for you. I want you to read. I'm uh-huh. giving that to you. When fuck do I have time to read a book? Well, you're going to find out. You're going to find some time. You need to read this shit. Nigga, you got books? I do. I, they collect dust. What was the last reason. book you read? Uh, the Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck? No, the last book I read was um, The God of War. Gotcha. That's a good book. But no, I got well, Digital Minimalism for you. That's a good book. I just feel like with social media, and that's why I also said, I think I said on the podcast before, it has diminished like... That human connection. That too, and even when it comes to celebrities, like, you know, it used to be this aura the celebrities used to have. Like, back in the day, Michael Jackson, when he created Thriller, 
No social media wasn't around. So it right. wasn't a nigga that couldn't go into this nigga DMs and be like, hey, nigga, fucking Thriller was trash and shit. Uh, you know, social media actually harms a lot of, like, people's careers. I mean, shout out to Fabulous. Like, no, well, he, well, Fab kind of. No, 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 let me tell you, because Fab, because like, it's not like people DM him, but Fab got a hold of Instagram and became. And Twitter. And Twitter, and he just became a social media influencer than a rapper, in my opinion. Mm. Because he had, you haven't really heard, this nigga hasn't dropped music. He hasn't dropped any music. The last song he dropped, he did he did that um, I'm so Brooklyn with um with uh Casanova. I haven't heard anything else from this nigga. He's been Are wearing, we really um looking for forward to like fabulous not really. music right we now? We not we not really no, but it's like that's what he focused on now. It's just his It's crazy because I fuck with Fab. Um like I actually bought his first album. It came out the same day. Jay-Z dropped the blueprint, right? Mm-hmm. <sighs> It's so crazy because Fab has a lot of albums, but he has no classic albums. But he has a lot of classic mixtapes, though. All right, so yeah, I figured mm. that. But let's not uh, derail from this topic here. You know, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Derail from that. But, um, yeah. But I don't, and and I don't want this to come off like, oh, I just want people to stop messaging me. Blah blah blah. It's too many men in my. That's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> 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 no, I'm gonna tell you what it is. She just don't want people to have access to her like that. Yeah, you know. But I think that should be for everybody. Like, stop making yourself so accessible to people. Like, you know, just don't make it so easy for somebody to reach you. Like, don't. And if there's people that you really need to talk to, then they should have your phone number. Yeah. And it was just like, if you really need to say something, nigga, say something in a on a under a status on my page. But it's like. Those people that send you 13 messages a day and you ain't never responded to one or even opened one, why are you still... What what, what makes you think that I need to respond to you? Because motherfuckers like that can't get a hint. They don't... They, they have... They are... You know, fuck it. They stupid. They're stupid. They, they can't get a hint like, okay, this person don't want to talk to me. But I'm going to still send her messages anyway because, like, they're very, like... I want to say aggressive, persistent. Mm-hmm. Just say anything under the book. You know what I'm saying? And it's just... And then it was just like, even with my grandmother earlier today, she called me yesterday, mm-hmm. and I didn't receive her phone call. And she made a comment to my aunt. So my aunt texted me and was like, can you please return your grandmother's phone call? First of all, fuck you. I don't need to call you back. Oh, I can goodness. call you back when I'm ready to call you back. Mm-hmm. Who are you to feel like I need to return your phone call? Yeah, and, and you know, like. Or maybe the, I'm busy, yeah. and I see you. I'm going to come check on you at some point. But right now. I clearly didn't answer the phone and didn't return your phone call because I'm busy. But let me let me give you an example, like uh, my example of, you know, people having too much access to me. When I say in Detroit, niggas will call me like, hey, where yeah, you, you at? Yeah, you needed to move. Yeah, like where you at? Hey, man, uh, shit, I'm over here. Can you pick me up real quick? Or like my cousin, he will always ask me like, man, take me to this bar or some shit. And then I'm in, I'm in a fucking GTA mission with this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like This nigga forever in the GTA man, mission. Forever in the GTA mission. So I'm like, let me get the fuck, let me move out as far as possible. So I moved out here to bumfuck Canton, and <laughs> that nigga stopped calling me for everything. But that's how I ended up out here. Yeah. I have to get as far away from everybody as possible so that you're close enough to see people when you want to see them, but then... Far away so these niggas can't reach you. Yes. They're not calling you. Oh, I wanted to come by. Oh, I was going to see if you wanted to pull. Like, niggas know not to call oh. me. My phone always on silent. Oh, so. Lord. Yeah, but that... Yeah, man, but like... Always. All I know, all I noticed was when people that came out here to visit me, those are people I fuck with. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, Stack, G, Hunted, um, all them niggas pulled up, Tizzy, Train, mm-hmm. 
Everybody pulled up. You know, other people that I was like, oh man, I don't know, that's a little bit too far. But nigga, you'll drive to Atlanta for some other shit. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Ain't that crazy? Yeah, that shit crazy as hell. But yeah. no, it is what it is though. But no, um, as far as that shit, what you're saying, like, yeah, that that is like it's like an invasion of privacy. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like a nigga, sh- a nigga should not be messaging you all the time expecting you to respond to that shit. Like, I bro, just people in general. Yeah, like nobody should be doing that shit all the time. Like, and it's and it's weird because I get that shit a lot too. Like, a lot of motherfuckers be messaging me or some shit like that. People don't even fucking know. Mm-hmm. Asking me, like, ask me other shit. I'm like, bro, what the fuck is you talking about? You know? Yeah. And, and then Kurt, you occasionally come off social media sometimes for gotta take of- gotta take a mental break sometime. Man, that shit be too fucking much. You know, like. Yeah, people just be doing too much, man. It's the same shit over and over. Niggas trying to impress people who don't really even give a fuck for real. Mm. You know. Yeah. But, I be, you know, people be like, damn, nigga, you off social media again? Hell, yeah, sometimes you just need to take a break <laughs> from that shit sometimes. Like, I, like you just got to unplug from all of that shit, yeah. man. Like, Only reason why I got this shit now because we doing the fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Other like, than that, shit, I wouldn't even be you, on that shit But, for like, real. you're not for real. You really got to unplug from a lot of this shit for real. So, it's like. I, I understand why you're doing that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, like, mental health as well. Like, you getting all these fucking messages and shit like that. And, and it's like knowing you, I know your shit be on bang, too, like a motherfucker. Some of it is business. Some of mm-hmm. it is friends. Some of it is family. And it's just like, you, I, it, there's too much to sift through. I mean, I could tell from your comments on your, on your statuses and shit like that. Like, it's, for every 60 comments there is on a status, there's at least... 300 messages so it's like there's people that like won't comment on the status but they'll message me and say what they would have said on the status nigga just comment on the fucking status fucking weird but it's just i it's very overwhelming Mm -hmm. and draining Mm -hmm. yeah man niggas just horny that's all because also another thing too what a lot of motherfuckers don't realize like bro they be thinking they the only one sending that message you're not niggas know they not the only one. no 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 it'd be some niggas that think like that it be I, some nigga, I never yeah, niggas be so out of pocket and like how y'all feel about women who expose niggas and they and you know like niggas a dm a dick pic or dm some shit a nigga and said and then women to come out and just like post that shit shit nigga that's a, that's a, that's, a, that's nigga that's an example to not sit in that shit to him you know yeah, y'all niggas gotta stop doing, stop that, doing shit. that shit man i only niggas. do it when it's a little out of control yeah like seldomly ever will i Take a screenshot of a conversation and post it. But when you do some shit that's like, all right, now you're jumping out the window, then I'm going to be like, look at this class clown. Like when uh, a while back I had posted a screenshot of a, a, a disagreement I had with a man who felt like I needed to pay him back for things that he paid for that were unnecessary. And that was like one of the rare occasions because it was just like, that's not a thing, sir. You don't. Pay for stuff while you're dating someone and then ask for a refund because it didn't work out. Niggas be doing too much, man. That's just weird. Um, but but it, I don't like the exposing thing. No, nah, it's so. just. Yeah, I don't like that at I, all. I mean, right? I, I don't like it either, but. That is so I, embarrassing. Niggas uh, be shutting down their accounts and shit because they ain't got exposed. And they're like, oh, damn, nigga, you a creep ass nigga. You got to think about everything. Like, if I send this, there's a potential that the world could see it. Just think of it that way. Yeah, niggas be so arrogant. Like, y'all niggas, y'all stupid, man. 
Stop doing that dumbass shit. They're gonna call you a simp, Kurt. They've been calling me simps too, but I don't. It ain't fuck. even about being it's a simp. Yeah, it's about man. having common yeah, sense. Common I'm not sense. about to expose myself or potentially put myself out there where a bitch gonna expose me to the world and got me looking fucking stupid as hell. I mean, like it's one thing I know that be in girls' inbox. I'm like, I eat your pussy, eat your ass. I'm like, bro, I'm like, why do you? Why do y'all do that? Why? Like what? Like what? Yeah, and to, and women don't care about that shit for real, dog. Like they don't give a fuck about that. Y'all niggas need to be, try something different, man. Like, hey, shit, let me take you out somewhere. Like, like get to know the motherfucker first. Even if that's your attention that you want to eat her ass and eat her pussy and shit, I'm gonna tell you what it is. Social media gave niggas power to say this dumbass shit, and they think they can get away with that shit. These motherfuckers don't have like. Common like communication skills, like no, they, just, they, they just, don't know how to hold a conversation. They don't know how to conversation. You know what I'm saying? These motherfuckers would be posting memes and all this other shit. They be the funniest motherfuckers ever. But you meet them in person, nigga be dry as a goddamn bat. Nigga yeah, be dry as a Sahara Desert. Goddamn it. Yeah, um, like have you ever just like go to a restaurant and just peep the scene and see couples? Everybody on their phone. They're not even engaging in conversation anymore. Everybody just down looking at their phone, flipping through their phone. That shit is trash, man. Y'all niggas need to go out and live life and stop have posting every fucking thing. See, I don't. Cause y'all see, niggas I, I always I be fucking posting shit. Like if you if I don't post it, it never happened. Type niggas, like that shit is trash. No, go live, live your fucking life. I live, have in, a, I live in the moment. I have a fucking phone. Though, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't do that shit. I live in the moment like a motherfucker, for real. But no, that's a, that's a, that's a good that's a good topic for real. Like just, you know, I appreciate just, you. Yeah, so we're gonna do this shit every podcast. Yeah, and just so. you know, just I feel you on that shit. I understand. It's just a lot of shit you have to deal with. It's very draining, very like mentally draining and all that. And I feel you. And then like I've seen you put in your story too. Like stop DMing me. I'm not looking like, at my I shit. I was like, how many times? And it's it be the same fucking. And then they'll talk to me about not messaging me. Like nigga, can you fuck like? <laughs> they stupid. They're fucking stupid. They're not using their common sense like R. Kelly will say they will do. They're not using their fucking common sense, but. Nah, man, I mean, shit. Whatever you do, you got to protect yourself and your mental health. You got to do what the fuck you have to do. Absolutely. That's a, so, that's you know what? Fucking fact. And if they got a problem with that, fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them. You know what I'm saying? Like, fuck uh, them against the wall. Like how uh, Bernie, Mac, like Bernie Mac said, and, fuck them. Yeah, House Party 3, man. Fuck them. <laughs> Actually, man, you had that fucking, we were talking about some real life shit. Mm-hmm. And you was telling me, that's exactly the same advice you gave me. Yeah, like, just real life, man. Fuck these, fuck these people. Like, I, like. They don't. They don't matter. I'm looking at this fucking board. Everything we got. I don't want to talk about none of the rest of this shit. But <laughs> I do want to talk about fucking uh, all black forty slamming on them. And I ain't talking about Sean Kemp, but I am talking about Sean Kemp. Uh-huh. Shout out to Tay Rock. But uh, yeah. Oh, that, so that weird ass nigga. But okay. So uh, Tay. Yeah, you want to say Tay Rock again? Yeah. So Sean Kemp out here. Um, Doing drive-bys and shit? He ain't do a drive-by technically. <laughs> but it's, technically it was But it's a, a funny drive-by. ass joke though. You know what I'm saying? Oh shit. It's Sean Kemp, son. <laughs> that is what happened. Um, somebody thing? stole some shit from him mm-hmm. and they stole his iPhone, but he could track that bitch. So he went to Tacoma mm-hmm. Washington to get so his phone. He back. Pi- pulled the OJ mm-hmm. as far as like trying to go get his shit back. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So then what ended up happening was when he approached the person, they pulled the gun out, so he pulled his shit out. You know what I'm saying? So, like, nigga, it was a shootout in that bitch. Just get that nigga's phone back. Yeah, just give him his, just give him his shit back. Because it was more than his phone. But just give him his shit back. You know, but... Um, where the fuck is um Sean Kemp? You said, where is he staying at again? He, well, he was in Washington because he got, like, a lot of dispensaries out there. So, he was in, he went to... Mm. Is phone. he in a good neighborhood? 
Shit, I guess. I don't know Sean Kemp, nigga. I, I would think he would be. But, um, I hope he saved all his damn NBA money. I mean, he making money off. He making money off his weed. He had a strain. Oh, okay. he got a strain out here. So he making money off of that. But he pulled up, you know what I'm saying? And Tacoma watched him. I'm like, nigga, you in Tacoma? Like, oh shit. So you know, he got into a shootout. Um, he's out on bond. I mean, when he actually he didn't even have to pay bond. They just let him out. But you know, he just he had his shit out. And, you know, he self defense. Do we have? Should we use allegedly? Yeah. No, it ain't allegedly because um, they they fighting this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, mm. but yeah, he just, hey man, he did what he had to do. I, what I did in the same shit, probably so. Like, bitch, you got my shit. Some of my shit back. God hey, damn. you know I'm coming back for myself. Hell yeah, like, I'm about to come. I'm about. To, I'm. I'm, I'm sure Wonder what do. the hell that nigga had on his cell phone. <laughs> well, this motherfucker right here. I ain't gonna put it out there, but yeah. Um, yeah, I got some shit sent to me, nigga. That I'm glad she deleted, but you know. <laughs> Okay, I'm yeah, so confused yeah, and yeah, uncomfortable yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, I don't know, man. I'll, um, I'll tell you about it. You're off air? <laughs> yeah. yeah, man, because uh, I'm looking like, what? <laughs> um, Yeah, I was going to talk about uh, John Morant losing endorsements. I mean, uh, shit, it was going to happen. Then somebody leaked. I guess the strip club leaked the photo to TMZ really with some. Though. That was that was that him. was him. That was weak as fuck though. That was so weak. That was man. weak. I mean, my, my nigga, my nigga was getting a lap dance while he was waiting for his wings. He said he, sp- he he spent like he blew like fifty k up in that bitch. Though. Okay, Singles. I mean shit, you know. But he in a strip club, ain't that what the fuck you supposed to do? Yeah. And they said he was a gentleman. They said he wasn't even drinking either. Yeah. But I feel like this ain't even some news need to get out. I was like, y'all trying to tear, tear this young brother down now at this point. Yeah, man, media, the like, media. That nigga did something to make himself feel better. Yeah, I mean, the media is a motherfucker, though, man. I don't blame him because you got to watch out for that shit, too, man. Um, media is a motherfucker. But, it is, man. So, nigga, you. What? Another 40 off, man? Absolutely. Because I, I don't care what Trinidad Ant says. I won, but I did fuck up, so I need to redeem myself. So we're doing a round two. So y'all talk to Trinidad about this shit. Oh, yeah, he knows. Mm-hmm. He's ready. Mm-hmm. Mm. So this so what episode would this be? Episode 15. 15. 15. 15, yeah. So <laughs> I'm just like, all right, well, shit, let's do it. Uh, I told her I will get the glass bottles because she... Somehow can't fucking find them, so I'll go find them. I live in Westland. I'm gonna go to school, crappy. I'm gonna go to school, crappy, and get them. It's no glass bottles. They got them on school. They got them on school, crap. Okay, well you get them on school. Yeah, me, me, me. So this forty off, basically, because I wasn't around for the first one, but I will be here for the second one, right? I'm very excited to have you present for the forty off. So y'all niggas is drinking forties throughout the. So whoever finished the forty, you gotta finish the forty first. Oh. Right. I could participate in that shit. Exactly. But I'm not. That's between you and <laughs> said, that's between I'm you not. and Trinidad. <laughs> you know. I think he's just so happy to have somebody to drink old English with him. I mean, because it's rare you don't really run to two women who like beer like that, and yeah. then let alone a fucking forty. Mm-hmm. It's not yeah. as bad as everybody thinks it is. No, beer like, straight. Sweat like a motherfucker. No, you gonna sweat English, but. You don't really be fucked up for real. So how did this come? And you reach out to this nigga and say it like, "Hey, I wanna." To be honest with you, I don't. If you don't, if you don't remember, I remember, and that's fucked up. I know we were going. We do a lot of shit talking on Facebook and Instagram, and he just he kept calling himself the The forty guy, guy. and I'm like, nah, nigga, like this. I, you may be older than me, but I I do this shit when it comes to forties. Like it's. So you call this nigga old. 
Yes. <laughs> That's disrespectful because me and this nigga the same age. So what you trying to say? Tony, you old too. So, but my thing is, so it was like, okay, he, he was like, okay, pull up. We gonna see if you can drink a 40 like that for real. So that's how I ended up coming up with 40 off. Mm. Um, but you lost the first time. Technically. Mm. He talks like he washed me, but it wasn't a wash. Like nigga was on camera. All right. And what did you think when you saw 40? Well, okay. So when we, un- so when we um, pulled the bottle out the bag and everything, she actually had less. And I was like, no, she won. He wasn't trying to hear that shit. So then I thought everything was done. So she was, it about was the end of the podcast. On. So she was about to make me another uh, 40 mimosa and some shit like that. He like, man, yeah, she over here pouring a drink over here for him. And I'm my ass, and I'm drinking. I'm like, oh, yep. shit. And like, so she went ahead and grabbed it back. And then, you know, that's when he finished his off before hers. And that's how that shit happened. So, so I still, I hurried up and drank what I poured for him. And I finished what I had left. But technically, he beat me. So I, I was, was kind of looking forward to that, too. I'm like, damn. All right. So you're going to redeem yourself this Absolutely. time? You better. And my thing was, I, I bullshitted because if you go back, I watched that episode at least three times. If you go back, there was a long period in which I stopped drinking because we were talking. We were having good conversations. So I stopped drinking for a good 15, 20 minutes. And then I was like, oh, shit, we in a competition. I even said it. And I was like, damn, I forgot we was in a competition. And I, st- I had to play catch So you ain't see this nigga drinking while you was talking? He was in the zone. I was in the zone. It was a good, you know, conversation. We were having fun. So I got distracted. But that shit ain't happening again. Oh, okay. Well, um, you better win. And it's not even going to be close this time. All right. Talk your shit. Yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> I still can't hear that shit for some fucking reason. I can't good. Hear you ain't hearing yeah, shit, yeah, bro. You, you don't want to hear that yeah, shit. I'm, 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 I'm sure I'm not. But, um, you know, next time you burp, man, just don't. Put it on my shit. <laughs> That's when, like beer, I, I have yeah. to. Yeah. That was that was a fucking. Yeah, that was a burp. No, I hear you, but um, no, you got him next time, man. We we will make sure that. No, I, uh, I ain't one, worry about one more thing before we head up out of here. We, we do gotta talk about this this thing that's sitting on the table right now, too. Uh, the elephant in the room. The elephant okay, in the room. Okay, <laughs> all right. Well, we'll end it with that. I do like to give a shout out to Snoop Dogg for finally having some common sense. And bringing back the Death Row catalog, back to streaming services, man. I was missing listening to Doggy Style, fucking the Dog Pound, all that shit. I'm surprised it waited uh, so long. Shit, Above the Rim soundtrack, Lady of Rage, The Chronic, all of that shit, man. Damn. Thank mm-hmm. you. Finally. <laughs> all right. Well, we can address uh, this uh, strange tequila that has um, made its way on to our table. All right, so um, the person who, I don't know who the fuck this person is. Neither do I. I don't know. Um, called me out, said I was a liar about LL Cool J. Mm-hmm. Proved him wrong. Mm-hmm. So I guess he bought a bottle to say he's sorry. As a white flag. As a white flag and everything, which I appreciate. But I got a couple things to say, man. Uh, number one, let me see that bottle real quick. I know, and, and this is the thing about me, I love tequila. Um, I've had this before. And this is, this is disgusting. <laughs> this is, you know, I, I feel you. You know, the bottle was like a hundred and something dollars, man. You know, we appreciate it. This, we appreciate it, but mezcal and mezcal is a very disgusting thing. I tried to say something. I yeah. was like, oh, don't buy that. I was like, you that know? shit is disgusting. And also, too, I don't normally accept shit from people I don't know. Mm-hmm. 
We're on the strength of Asia. We're going to accept this. You don't have to, because I'll drink that shit. I'll, I'll I was going to drink it. Shit. Fuck <laughs> it. I'll drink that we, shit. We, we'll have a podcast. We're going to drink this shit, man. You know, we appreciate it. But, yeah, bro, just. Yeah, that shit is. Um, you know. Boy, there's some trash ass fucking. Uh, yeah, yeah, gonna, I'm so I'm glad I need you to redeem yourself I'm, I'm so, on them fucking. I'm so glad I Just like you need to redeem yourself with that forty off, nigga. Yeah. Oh, I will. I'm so I glad. Right. I'm so glad. If you don't. That's a one game suspension. 40. That's a one podcast suspension. I've been nigga. drinking at least a forty a week. Yeah. Nigga, you better train for this shit like Michael B. Jordan trained for fucking Creed three, nigga. <laughs> if I got to play some fucking Rocky music, nigga. Hey, you know what? You I think ready, we should start the podcast with some Rocky music. But I'm, but I'm, but basically to finish this off, I'm sure this is somebody that's close to you. That's probably why they won't. You won't put their name on. I don't know about they. It, it's not even so much that they just asked me. I can't remember the verbiage exactly, mm-hmm. but they just you know asked me not to mention their name, and I said okay. Okay, you know I respect that. It wasn't like on some secrecy shit. It was more like they would prefer not to be named, and I okay. said okay. All right, I respect that. This shit trash, bro. <laughs> it's trash. It is. It's trash, dog. You know. I but, was upset. Yeah. I'm gonna drink it anyway. I mean, we gonna, I mean, we. we it's free, so. Have you ever had mezcal and a nail mixed together? No, I have not. Yeah, you're not gonna oh like this. You, th- you think that Mark Warburg shit was bad? Yeah, this shit is worse. It's a smoked tequila. It's a smoked tequila. Smoked tequila. Yeah, but mm. it's, no, but it's terrible. So, uh, is it pre- as terrible as Young Miami's acting in BMF? It's about it's about the level oh, of that man. shit. It's oh. about it's about the level of that shit. Okay. About the level of that shit. Well, but, if, if you um, could make that a tequila. Oh, yeah. I don't know if I want to try it. Yeah, man. Um, Shout out to you, dog. I appreciate you uh, waving the white flag and shit, man, because you definitely fucked up on that. But, um, (laughs) you know, we appreciate this shit, man. There was a follow-up. He was like, oh, he was like, what he heard was Kurt said that that was a banger or something like that. Yeah, but you you said it was me. Mm. But you said it was me. So, yeah. You fucked up. (laughs) You fucked up, but. You know you fucked up, right? Yeah. yeah. (laughs) He definitely fucked up, man. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, like I said, I appreciate you calling me out, man. You know, I appreciate the bottle. Uh, You know. It's all good, bro. It is all good. Uh, It's been a great podcast. But I am super fucking tired because Asia was two hours late, (laughs) y'all. So, I am ready to go to bed this is the second podcast in a row where I said I'm ready to go to bed. It is. I'm tired. But uh, I appreciate everybody who listens to the podcast on a weekly basis. Um, the last podcast did great. We actually did what we would do in a week. We did in two days. So the numbers are solid. Hey, we appreciate y'all. Uh, Yeah, and then, um, you know, uh, DJ Larry, Show Your Work Network. Um, they want us to come on their show soon. Um. So, man, that nigga. All right. No, go ahead. Say it. Say it. He don't care. Go ahead. Say it. DJ Larry, I mean this with I the bet most I know what you about to say. sincerity, and I love you. But, like, bro, you are long winded as fuck. Like, every sentence is like a paragraph. Like, I just need you to chop that shit up, use bullet points, you know, <laughs> <laughs> just, <laughs> just kind of chop that shit down. As much as possible, because I have ADD, and I will check the fuck out in the middle of a sentence, and I did that a lot when you was on the podcast, but yeah, like, I, I appreciate, I, I love how you're like, and y'all do research, and, and y'all have a lot of knowledge, but you gotta cut that shit down. But unlike Ant, who needed backup to defend his man, I had to work. terrible ass. Hey, man, you know look, yeah, and look, I'm gonna say, I, and I'm, and I'm a, I, and you I'm, gotta bring Tizzy back. 
That I I'm like I'm 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 become like an honorary. Uh, he like an honorary. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this though. I'm gonna say this. Like, I checked out because whenever I was trying to say some <laughs> shit, whenever I was trying to say some shit, this nigga like, man, nah, nigga, he wasn't rapping this. I'm like, okay, bro. I'm like, all right, man. So shout out to Tizzy though. He yeah. a real ass nigga, man. Um, but a lot of people on this, head, a lot of people on his ass too. About yeah, this shit and too. and the fact that he yeah. came to my defense, you a real ass nigga, bro. No, no, no. They was on, they was on his ass about um, because I was telling him, I'm like, he like, man, you just put it on Twitter and all that other shit. I'm like, nah, nigga, because you put it out. It's like, nigga, listen to the podcast. It was hit me up, and they was like, Tizzy, we never seen nobody dancing. Oh, let's do it in the club. I don't know how y'all don't. And I really wish, and in the moment, I didn't think about it, but I should have called the kids dad because that nigga was. In the clubs like that when that shit came out. Oh hell no! Not, he, was he dancing to the oh let's do it? All his niggas was dancing to that shit. <sighs> like it we was gotta a wrap thing. this shit up, dog. I'm good. I don't want to hear no more. Nothing else, man. We good. Like, uh, uh, shit. Shout, hey, shout to y'all. <laughs> this has been episode 13 of Most Known Unknown, and uh, we will catch y'all next week. And then, hey, 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 any nigga want to smoke? This, with this music shit, come holler at me. Hey, look, bro. And I'll fucking destroy you. Address him separately, please. Don't I'll fucking destroy me or Aunt. And oh, no, 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 nigga. Because, see, uh, let, me, let me before we go. Because <laughs> Aunt was in, instigating like a motherfucker. He added, like, I woke up in the morning. And this nigga already had a fucking status. So before I could even put the status, before I could even post about the podcast, this nigga already ready. had a fucking it. status up. He was on it. Look, Mariah Carey is a motherfucking goat. I said that shit. I think what it was is that he was so relieved to not be the target. And you too. Me too. Oh, absolutely. But you didn't fucking. I did do, so well. You, you didn't fucking instigate like this nigga did. This nigga put up several fucking statuses about that shit. I just shit. shared one. Hey, that look, was it. All I'm, all I'm saying is this. Nigga, you said that shit you said. No, no. No, no. Shout out to my nigga LA Knight, man. Like, he thought like, man, I ain't about to be on here. But I had to come up. No, no. I, I had I to come that to that nigga. Let me talk to you, nigga. Let me talk to you. I knew that shit was happening. But he said, he, said, he said when it dropped, he, gonna, he said you off work all week. So when you listen to this shit, he said, he said he got you. Yeah, and like I said, I'm with all the fucking smoke. I'm with all the smoke with any of you niggas who want to come up here and debate me about music and shit. Because I get down with this shit. But anyway, I'm tired because I'm about to just start rambling and shit. So y'all be blessed. Um, enjoy the week and we will catch y'all next week. Yes, sir. We out. Yep.